Is your child dysregulated in the classroom? Man, when you struggle with attention, learning, behavior, social functioning in a classroom, it's hard to get what you need. And that's why it's important to implement strategies that can help your child thrive. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we're having this unbelievable conversation about all things self-regulation. And today, we're talking about self-regulation in the classroom and how schools and teachers and educators can help foster self-regulation so that kids can do better in school and life. Let's dive in. This is It's Gonna Be Okay with Dr. Roseanne, and we're talking about self-regulation in the classroom. You know, many times I don't get kids, parents don't know there's a major issue with their kids' lack of self-regulation until they get in the classroom. And why is that? Well, you know, when you have kids who are able to access movement, nature, they're not having to sit at a desk. They're not having to produce a crazy amount of writing in a developmentally inappropriate way today. They're not going to show the same signs of dysregulation. If they show those overstimulated behaviors, yeah, parents are going to know, right? If they're easily upset, they have big emotions, they have WWE matches with her siblings every day. Well, Like I said, they're going to know. But a lot of times when you have cognitive or social or pro-social issues, you may not really see it. And even within emotional and behavioral dysregulation, sometimes the behaviors don't show up and the emotions don't show up until the pressure is on the kid. So we talked about these lovely environments without a lot of pressure. I mean, play-based learning can really help kids thrive. And we're not saying you shouldn't write and read and sit down and do work. It's just a lot harder for certainly our neurodivergence as we talked about that. But definitely it becomes more pressure for some kids when they have clinical issues. Let's talk about why self-control is important in the classroom. Behavioral disinhibition is that ability to regulate your, you're not regulating, but we need ourselves to control our behaviors and is the foundation of learning. If you have a kid that is impulsive, not able to transition, not able to regulate their behavioral responses, then all learning is built on a foundation that is shoddy. And yes, kids can compensate for it to a point. So they can compensate with intellect. This is why a lot of times these really bright kids don't get caught until later. Um, Whether they're dyslexic or they have a mood disorder, whatever it is, a lot of times we can compensate with intelligence, but you need to have self-regulation. You don't have self-regulation. It's going to show up when your kids, you know, in middle school teenager, in the work environment, in their relationships of at every level. So we need that internal regulation that across that crosses those five areas and it can be achieved. And that's why self-regulation is so important in the classroom because really your child's not going to learn to optimal levels. And what will happen is your very bright kid 
who's compensating, compensating, compensating until certain developmental points. So maybe it's the third grade when you switch from learning how to read to reading to learn becomes a big year. Fourth grade, huge writing year. And then every year after that becomes a challenge. And even first grade is now what third grade used to be 10 or 15 years ago. And, you know, some of my most dysregulated kids get flagged very early now. And learning, I have more kids with learning issues being identified early, which is great. You know, we want them. What does it really mean in learning skills? So when you are self-regulated, you can learn more easily and deeply. So you're able to really take things in so that you can move through the classroom and the activities you're supposed to be doing without reminders and also without constant need for reintroduction of the topic. So having somebody else help you in school. So getting the curriculum more than once, having your parents help you with the homework because you missed it at school. I think parents do that a lot. How does it actually help students? Just like I said, so you're able to take information in more easily. You don't need as much support. You're also going to get along with your peers better. And today, let me tell you, you're a kid who's dysregulated behaviorally, or even as you get older, you're not in, you're still always in these college track classes, but you're not in some of the higher level classes. You're also can be ostracized socially because of it. And I think it's a load of baloney, but I'm just trying to say that there is an impact, right? When you are not self-regulated. So how can we use self-regulation? How can we teach those skills in a classroom for struggling students, really all students, but really what do struggling students need from our educational system? How can we teach them things that will help them self-regulate, right? So obviously, teachers do a great job more than anybody about modeling what they want. And they do such an amazing job of like pointing out without shaming, hopefully, Like, look, Becky is waiting at the door so patiently. Wow. And then you see all the other kids kind of, you know, try to do the same thing. It's the most adorable thing. I love when teachers do that. It's like one of my favorite hacks, right? So we're always pointing out those behaviors we want to see without shaming. So I think they do a great job. We can teach our kids goal setting and planning. So when our kids are dysregulated, typically they lack executive functioning skills, which means they don't ever see results. They don't see the end. So when we teach them to future think and teach about goals and plan, they can take their behaviors and work towards something. If they are not seeing an end result, they don't have that ability to organize their behavior for a future event. And so they're, of course, going to be much less likely to do it. But if we can activate the visual system, activate the kinesthetic system and show them what they should be doing, they're much more likely to do it. It's something that isn't taught. And I know a lot of teachers reach out to me and say, I like never heard anybody talk about executive functioning like you. And there's an executive functioning series. Please make sure to go and listen because, you know, self-regulation and executive functioning absolutely are two sides of the same coin. And we can build executive functioning skills. And once kids are self-regulated, they don't just magically get skills. They still need to be taught because they not, have not been regulated enough. And that's what we're talking about. So we can teach emotional regulation within a school. And I think schools are doing this more and more and more, particularly in this pandemic world, where our rates of emotional issues, mental health issues are just at an all-time high. And, and I think there is such 
value in that, not for just the individual student, but, you know, classroom and even within the whole school climate, because these dysregulated kids create feelings of dysregulation, right? We're all co-regulating off of each other. So if we can bring calm into a school, calm into an organization, everyone else can rise energetically and, you know, not just the feelings that come through, but they're behaviorally seeing things at the deeply subconscious level. It does a lot. Hey, parents, are you navigating the challenges of raising a child with ADHD, anxiety, or behavioral issues? Well, I've created a webinar just for you, Self-Regulation Parenting Strategies. And in this webinar, we're going to explore practical tools to help your child manage their emotions, increase focus, and of course, improve behavior. We'll dive into techniques that are not only effective, but nurturing and supportive for your child. Parenting is a journey and you don't have to walk it alone. Register for this free workshop at drrosanne.com forward slash regulated and join a community of parents just like you who are looking for effective and natural solutions to help your child thrive. That's D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N dot com forward slash regulated. They can directly teach organizational skills. So many of our dysregulated kids are also disorganized. And so when they directly teach how to organize, whether it's their items, whether it's themselves, whether it's themselves for an event, previewing things, telling them how to prepare and walking them through, through a role play. These are all different ways to organize. And those same organizational things tie into a social and pro-social behaviors. Because when we walk people through what we expect, right? we don't just assume, we make the implicit explicit. We show kids what to do. We help them to organize and prepare they're much more likely to have better social skills. And when it comes to pro-social, they're more likely to care for things and people outside of themselves. And I think schools do such a beautiful job with pro-social activities. I know my kid's school does, and they're always doing things for people outside of themselves. And you know, my kid has to work in like the toddler classroom, which he hated in the beginning. And it's been great for him because he is never, even when he was really little, he's a really sweet boy. But He doesn't have tolerance for when people just don't do things. I don't know if the word is well, but, you know, he doesn't have a patience for people that don't got it together. And little kids, they're learning. (laughs) Always very appropriate about it and doesn't let anybody know but me. But it's been so great for him to learn those pro-social skills. Of course, they tell him to wash his hands every time he leaves there. Schools can do a great job about involving parents. Some school systems have whole classroom programs, school-wide programs, getting parents to better understand emotional and behavioral regulation. And just like the parents and caregivers that are listening today, you don't know what you don't know. And when you know, you can implement these things. And you know, having that constancy and being able to give parents support and just let them know this is something that we have to foster. There isn't a pill for it. Even if your kids are on meds, even if they're taking my neurotastic multi-mag formula or they're doing neurofeedback with me, 
they need reinforcement from you. And I think that is a missing part of what we're talking about. So when we're educating parents in school systems, and I do work with schools and do professional development for schools and organizations, and you can go to drrosanne.com and go to the contact us page if you're interested in having me do that. But you have to really let them know what the expected timeline and what their role is. And most parents are just, they're like, thank you for telling me because nobody's making for them that nobody's making the implicit explicit. And I also think that parents, uh, one of the areas that parents don't get enough from schools about today is schools need to recommend support. And I know that's a t- tricky balance having worked in a school and being consultants in school, having been on the other side of an IEP meeting in a school. But when you see a problem, you know, you can say, hey, listen, I'm seeing some problems with the dysregulation. You know, can you talk to a professional? Don't send them to the pediatrician. They're just going to want to medicate them. Go to a behavioral professional and recommend them. If you're interested in working with me professionally, you can go to drrosanne.com forward slash help. And that is our solution matcher that's going to walk you through whatever solution is right for you. It might be our one-to-one program. We provide just the most unbelievable wraparound care for six months for you. You're just not going to find it anywhere else in the world. And that's why people fly in. But also, it might recommend a book. Maybe that's what you need or or one of our parent kits or our Combrain community or a neurotastic. So whatever you need, it's there. You've got to take action. And I'm so glad you're here. And I hope that you're going to continue to listen to this series on self-regulation so that you can get the tools you need to help your child be more self-regulated. Parenting is hard and there are many ups and downs. And you know, when your kid is having a hard time in school, you can get so panicked. You might run to the doctor and say, what medication is going to fix it? But I hope today you learn there are many strategies in the classroom that can help your child. And now you can go back to the school and work with your teacher to help implement it. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at. 